りつける重たい定めの石にまるで押しつぶされてどこにも逃げられないひたすらあがきながらだけど諦めないがれきの底に Hello and welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Rewatch, episode 5. I think we're at 5.11 at this point.、Um, I am your host, Dustin, and with me today is Luke. I almost forgot your name. You know, it, as you were gearing up to say my name, I was thinking about, man, it'd be really cool if I said hello in Italian, and then I realized I don't know how to do that. <laughs> well, for next time. Yeah. <laughs> if you remember.、Uh, Ty. Buongiorno. Is it Buongiorno? No. Buongiorno. It's close enough. And you heard Ben there correcting Ty. Uh, so, we are going to be covering episodes 23 through 26 because、uh, it's been a while due to scheduling concerns.、Um, Buongiorno means good morning, ciao is hello. Okay. Oh, okay. All right.、So、it means good boy to you. It's good, good giorno <laughs> to you, my friend. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure it's morning somewhere out there as we're recording this. Uh, That is how time works. It may actually be morning in Italy already. In our time. You know. Anyway. That is probably, I, I what, eight, nine hours、zones. ahead? That sounds most, more or less right. Yeah. Anyway, hey, let's finish up Clash and Talking Head. Wait, what? Well, I don't remember either of these. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Crush and Talking Mouth. No, I just、maybe? think it's been too long. I don't remember them. Oh, well.、Yeah, uh, shark, shark Boy and Tongue Boy. <laughs> shark Boy and Lava Girl. Gotcha. Okay. Now I'm on the same page. <laughs> oh, man. If only there was a lava stand. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's one、uh, in part six. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, in this episode,、uh, you know, Narancha does stuff. Yeah. We get some yeah, good Narancha. Yeah. It's been a while. You know, Little Feet was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it's true.、Um, Narancha does spend a lot of the episode very upset about Giorno constantly being on the brink of death. Yeah, yeah. fair. Okay, so、uh, this, also, this is kind of a nothing episode.、Um, <laughs> also, I kind of like、on. it. But before, I just realized、uh, which, which stand is the guy with the red hair control? Oh boy,、guy? you're really putting me. <laughs> it's,、uh, it's exam yeah, time, huh? That's the. Yeah. The red haired guy's the shark, the white haired guy、okay. is the tongue. Okay, good. My, my instincts prove me right. Shark guy, his outfit looks a bit like Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII, right? A little bit. It's not just、yep. me. He's、yep. got the metal shoulder pads. <laughs> I, honestly, if you、blue. gave Cloud Strife more of a like, bear midriff, he would look like a JoJo. Yeah, he would. Also, when does this take place? How does that timeline line up? 
This is 2001, so yeah. Well, I don't, well, I don't know where I don't know when Final Fantasy VII occurs in this planet's timeline. Well, no, I think Ty is suggesting so, that Final Fantasy VII came out, so yeah, this, yeah, this person is inspired. <laughs> I'm gonna be an assassin with the uh, with uh, Passione. Uh, what do you? What's your What's your costume? Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Ah, oh, shit. Um, cloud, cloud, right? I could just do cloud. <laughs> Yeah, I look. I played that. Yeah, Araki's just like I like that game a lot. Right. Actually, I suspect the causation with I suspect the causation went the other way. That's probably true. If uh, depending on when when did Final Fantasy come out? Like ninety seven, I think maybe ninety eight. Okay. Yeah. But keep in mind it's... that keep in mind that uh, that you know so that means that. Like, keep in mind that Iraqi had been basically doing crazy fashion in JoJo right. for years before yeah, Final yeah, I mean, Fantasy. Yeah. yeah, Final Fantasy VII would have been more or less contemporary with this part of Golden Wind. Yeah. Yeah. So what mean, you're... It's not... It, it's not... It's, it, you know what? It's really not... It wouldn't be that surprising if Tetsuya Nomura was oh, at least aware of Araki's character design. Now you've so got me bummed out that they've never collaborated. So what you're saying is... That <laughs> I can't what even. What I'm saying I is like I can't even do the bit, but I'm gonna say the final. There was JoJo inside Final Fantasy all, all along. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. one of those things that like you don't realize just how influential JoJo's Bizarre Adventure was. I mean, you you could argue that Kingdom Hearts is just JoJo's Bizarre Adventure for kids. I'm thinking through the logic of that. <laughs> Let's call the expert here. There's only one stand in the series. Uh, what if what if Mickey is just a stand? Oh, who stand is he? Mickey. I mean, he's he's Sora's stand. But he's around way before Sora. Look, okay. I didn't think this. I'm just saying they're not equivalent. I'm just saying. Sure. You got crossovers with music people in JoJo. Crossovers with Disney characters in Kingdom. Okay. Hearts. Okay. Yeah. 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 But it's like, but it's like instead of just the stands being references to musicians, it's like, what if the stands were actually just straight up the musicians? Like, what if, what if Notorious B.I.G. just was there <laughs> and, and trying to bring down an airplane? <laughs> uh, anyway, with great, we're not, we haven't been talking about this episode at all, have we? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so like mostly it's just shit gets more bad. Yeah. Um Yeah. And like they teleport Jorno away and uh at one point they the talking head forces uh forces Narancha to tell Mista to shoot inside a kitchen that yeah. has a gas leak. Yeah. And then everybody gets exploded. That's... And then Narancha Naranch is like, oh shit, I did this because I can't shut up. That's gotta be right. like that tongue's like super move. That's the best thing that tongue can pull oh, yeah. off, right? Yeah, we That's cannot like... gloss over the part where the thumbs the tongue like stretches out and turns the oven on or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I keep I'm forgetting not it's a also like stand. Here, here, here it's also venom tongue. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh but yeah, then Giorno's like Narancha, dude. Fucking kill the stand users, you dumbass! <laughs> right. Well, no. Okay, now I know you're trying to zip through this one because no one likes crash, clash, and talking head, and also we have four episodes to do. But I think we need to slow down a little bit because that whole bathroom right. fight is great. Where like he's shooting 
And, like, he accidentally shoots Jorno, but he, like, yells out, Oh, no, I shot Jorno! And, like, way too late, they realize that he should have to lie okay. still. And he yeah. shot Jorno on purpose. That, oh, that is... right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, like, they yeah intentionally shot Jorno so he could follow Jorno's, uh, like... Well, so he can follow, like, the trace. smoke out of the bullet holes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like carbon he can follow CO2. <laughs> right. Uh, that's wrong in it's, all kinds of ways. But oh, yeah, once, <laughs> once once again, Jorno like severely injuring himself on purpose, which is going to be a thing that continues into the next. I was about episode. to say, right, is, is 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 that what he gives to this tip crew? They just all say, "Ah, oh, I should injure myself on purpose." You're right. <laughs> every solution yeah. to every stand battle in this arc is either cutting your own hand off or getting shot on purpose. Yeah, because when you think about, like, when Mista got, like, encouragement from Mm -hmm. Giorno, the way he implemented that was, like, I know the bullets will ricochet back and hurt me, but I don't care. (laughs) Giorno has taught me his selfless disregard for his own life. I am empowered by this. it's, it's It's fine if I get shot by my own bullets, actually. Uh, Jordan was a bad influence. I, I yeah. think much like he has infected this season with bodily harm. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Listen, his stand gives life energy to th- like inanimate objects. It's got to get that life energy from somewhere. True. He was a vampire. The so, whole you're time. Saying, so you're saying you're saying he uses blood magic? <laughs> yes. He's got the lineage. <laughs> You know what? You're right. Yeah, he's a th- he's yeah he, he, he and if he was if Jorno was a vampire the masquerade character sheet he would all be all in on thaumaturgy. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. So like, Jorno gets teleported around. At one point, the shark teleports him into like a a bottle of water. Yeah, like, I'm not sure how he fits in there. Uh, it seems like Clash can just sort of change sizes depending on the body of water he's in, and just I guess whatever it's got in its yeah. mouth changes. Too. Yeah, at one point, at one point, Giorno's head just shows up in a bowl. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like that. I like that they mention because uh, he does start actually like uh, landing hit. Naranja does start landing hits on the shark, and Squalo does say like ah his hits are getting more precise which is how you know he's level uh-huh. right all the best stands are precise i also love that uh abaki was trying to do some forensic analysis back at the like lunch table and moody blue is just crammed into the champagne glass <laughs> yeah 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 he's he's all like hmm strange the recording doesn't go any further <laughs> meanwhile narance is just shooting the entire kitchen up yeah <laughs> Very different problem-solving techniques. But yeah, so yeah. the shenanigans happen with the stovetop. It gets, like, the, like, fire gets blown out, so the room just starts filling with gas. And then, yeah, uh, Mystic gets tricked into shooting and blowing everybody up. But they're fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, look, if if being shot in the head multiple times didn't kill Mystic, <laughs> a, a, a mere gas explosion yes. will kill him. Yeah. But, uh, right, yeah, so... so at this point, Squalo is really hurt, and talking head guy whose name I forget is, like, 
has a uh, coat over him to hide all the like the blood dripping out of him, and is just trying to get him away. Talking head yeah. guy. Talking head guy is named Tiziano. Yeah, there you go. I'm never gonna remember how to pronounce that. <laughs> I can barely pronounce the main character's name. Uh, Tiziano. 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 Uh, so yeah, they they try to escape, um, but then. Narancia shows up. Right, and he's just looking in random directions, yelling, I found you, to trick them into, like, looking at mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah it's and a then, huge, crowded street. Yeah, and then Tiziano's like, no, he's just saying that to, like, mess with your breathing. Yeah. He, he didn't actually find you. Mm-hmm. Right, Talking Head is still in his head, so he, had, he can't say the truth. If he found oh. us, he couldn't say it. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, <laughs> though. That, they wanted him to think they. He wanted him to think he was bluffing because what he actually did is cut his own tongue off mm-hmm. and replace it with Giorno's ladybug. Which man, that brooch gets a lot of. Yeah, it sure does. He's got a lot of like backup brooches. Yeah. Then yeah, so he just put the brooch on his tongue to replace his tongue. Right, and he's just standing so in the middle of the street, normally holding his own tongue like impaled on a knife. And they look over in shock. He's like, aha, I wasn't actually looking for people that reacted to me shouting. Mm-hmm. I was looking for who would react to me cutting out my tongue. Because <laughs> only a stand user would react to that. Yeah. Yeah, only a stand user would notice my severed tongue. <laughs> Listen, g- guy comes out here and chops his own tongue off every day here in Italy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what's weird is like, you'd think... The civilians would still see the tongue. They right. just wouldn't see the stand on top of yeah. it. The only right? way I can even try to make sense of this is, is is the idea that, like, Talking Head basically subsumed his tongue, and now all of his tongue yeah. is part of Talking Which Head's Which is also head. horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> where, yeah, where does... Where does the stand end and the mm-hmm. tongue begin? Right. Well, also, I don't like Hey, it. would you also, say the stand is giving you a taste for the body hoarder to come? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I, I should also mention that, like, the ladybug brooch kept its, like, pattern. So, like, half of his tongue just has, like, is blue with, like, yeah. parts on it. I assume that'll go away. <laughs> yep. One would hope. Yeah. That's so weird. Uh, now, now, but, now Jordan's got a bunch of his parts in people. That's weird. <laughs> right? Yeah, what happens if Jorno dies? Is that all that stuff revert? That's a great or... question. Because, like, when... Because, like, when, uh... When, <laughs> it's almost like he's putting Bruno blood died... people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because when Bruno died, like, all his zippers, like, disappeared. Mm-hmm. Leaving the holes behind, which is another weird metaphysical question, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't like if if Giorno just actually dies, do all the pieces revert to normal, and then all of his friends who he he's yield, he's yield was like get totally fucked. <laughs> yeah, like think about that with Mista, who had all those bullet holes filled by Giorno. He would just spontaneously turn into Swiss cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be real bad. And that's why Jordan's gonna live forever. <laughs> I mean, he's the son of a vampire. Here's hoping, I guess. Like, like, I mean, there's a... There's a not more... I don't know if it's on purpose, but it does feel a little bit like putting flesh buds in people. 
It's, yeah. it's not totally unlike putting flesh buds in people. Anyway, so Narancha tries to kill Squallow, but Tiziano throws himself in front of Squallow and gets Swiss cheese. Right, by... because Tiziano has learned that if you want to win in Golden Wind, you have to get shot on purpose. Yep. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, he doesn't actually have a plan after being shot, so he just dies. Right. Well, the, the idea is that his blood splatter will give Clash something to swim uh-huh. in. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, uh, yeah, like, Clash does try, does have, like, he, he makes um, the shark go through the bloodstream onto Narancha's neck. But thankfully, Narancha has mastered the power of not giving a fuck about being severely injured. <laughs> right, yeah. He's just, so it doesn't matter. He's just standing there while this shark wriggles its way into his trachea, mm-hmm. and I don't like to look nope. at it. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> so Narancha's just like, I don't care that I've got a shark inside my uh-huh. neck, I'm just gonna shoot you. Right. And then the shark will go away. But he, he can't shoot him for some reason, I don't remember why. Does he just add a bullets? I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I'm watching the part where the shark wriggles around in his mm, neck. No, like not it. fun. He's a lot of blood. Because what he ends up doing is like Titsia or Squallow's like, aha, you can't shoot me. He's like, yeah, well, guess what, nerd? And he just rams <laughs> yep. him with a plane and chops him up with a propeller. Yeah, like the plane still has a propeller, so yeah. it, I'm just going to blend up your <laughs> Okay, but then he shoots him afterwards. So like, yeah, I'm trying to scrub through and remember why he wasn't able to shoot him at the moment. I can't remember. I think he just didn't want to. No, there was a thing where he's like, "Aha, you've lost. You can't shoot me." And now my clash is in your neck. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Maybe it was a distance thing. Yeah, it doesn't. Because because he, he dies yeah. like five yeah. seconds later. Right. So who cares? Anyway, there goes the other gay couple. Yeah. Who were who were again both villains? Yeah, Not great. And then Narant just says, uh, "Go flying" in Italian, and it's good. Yeah, it was volare dab. Yeah, and he dabs again to bring his plane back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does the. Uh, he does the. Uh, yeah, he does the landing strip move. Uh-huh. That was. <laughs> yep. Yeah, as That's we cool. all know, dabbing invented by Rocky. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so Giorno's not yeah, dead. Yeah, he just fills up in a full of <laughs> yeah. water. Like, hey, bleh. Everyone's okay. It's fine. I like how in Diamond is Unbreakable, Josuke was like, oh, like, the, the, the counterbalance of Crazy Diamond is that Josuke can't heal himself. Mm-hmm. And then with Giorno, just like, nah, whatever. Oh. Yeah, I can put pieces of other things inside <laughs> myself. It's fine. <laughs> also, I can do a lot of other shit. Right. Like, make plants. Mm-hmm. Um... Anyway, so on to the uh, next episode, Notorious Chase. Notorious <laughs> Chase. Uh, that's definitely a change from yeah. this, the stand name. So the the gang um, takes a boat over to a plane into uh, Marco Polo International Airport. Because mm-hmm. um, as we all know, nothing bad has ever happened on a plane. Nothing bad has ever happened on a plane. Yeah, Giorno just has the ability to sense life energy. Uh-huh. So he's like, there's nothing, there's no living thing on this plane. It's fine. We're safe. Uh, then they just start getting approached by a weird dude. Yeah. I don't think they ever actually say his name, but his name is Carne. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah. I don't think they say his name. I think it appears on screen. 
in like the eye catch maybe yeah but, uh, yeah i don't right. think they ever say his name um but yeah they they talk about how their destination is to go from venice to sardinia and the flight should be around two hours um and yeah just this dude approaches and mista mista takes a long time warning him yeah away. <laughs> Yeah, he's giving him ample opportunities. Like, listen, hey, buddy, stop walking this direction. Gonna shoot you if you don't. Yeah, and he does this whole thing where it's like, I don't care if you're a priest, and probably wouldn't be any priests here, so <laughs> I won't feel bad. And then finally, Mista does just shoot him all to hell, yep. and he dies, and they're all like, well, probably a stand user, but that was... Seemed pretty yeah, that guy was bad at his job. Yeah, well, what a... <laughs> yeah, he kind of just showed up and died. Eh, whatever. No problem. Nothing <laughs> suspicious there. Uh, so, they get onto the airplane. Yeah, um, and uh, Abaki and... was using Moody Blues to fly them by just, like, recording, like, playing back whatever pilot flew this plane before. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty, pretty good. That's yeah. alright. <laughs> You're good use you were a s- solid utility character. I like that they go yeah. like, "Hey, why? How do you know that he went to Sardinia though?" And he just goes, "Well, I th- I think I've seen this thing in movies where you can just use a computer to set the destination of a plane, so it should be fine." And they're all just like, <laughs> "That's not. That doesn't sound like how anything should work." But I mean, sh- okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, while while they're talking it over with uh uh with Abakio, um. Trish notices that Bruno's leg is was still injured from the restaurant battle, and like it's a pretty significant gash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's no blood coming out. Right, and he doesn't seem too bothered by it. Yeah, and Trish is like, "That's strange." Yeah. So okay, I'm getting ahead of us a little bit. I th- I didn't really remember this from the manga. I thought what it was. Was that she was, like, subconsciously using Spicy Lady to protect him? And, like, his body was, like, all just soft and it wasn't really a cut into him? But that's clearly not what it is, so I don't know why this is happening. That's definitely a cut. Also, I got my events reversed. This is actually where Carne shows up. Okay. Um, And Carne just looks like a giant adult baby. Yep. He's just, uh, Pesci's dad. Oh! Yeah! God, you're right. Yeah, I don't... I don't like Carne. I don't like how he looks. I'm not okay it's with bad. him. <laughs> I'm glad we don't have to see much of him because he's yeah. intensely disturbing to me. I am. He's he, his lips. His lips look exactly like King Crimson's. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I, I don't know if we want to go into this now, but I have questions regarding the stand. <laughs> oh, you do? Like, okay. You don't say. Like, when he got stabbed, when when this guy that got stabbed with the arrow got a stand, yeah. did anyone, like, right. hey, so what's your stand? Oh. <laughs> did it have a purpose before he died, or is it just... I think... I think it can only be that he, like, subconsciously came to understand how his stand would work, right? Mm-hmm. That's gotta be yeah. what it is. I mean, it's gotta suck to be, like, granted, we find out that you, it's literally impossible to kill this yeah. stand. Uh, you could, I mean, you could probably theoretically nuke it, but that's not really an option. Right. So, a- outside of, like, a nuclear explosion, you're not gonna defeat that stand. Which is... Pretty mm-hmm. good, but yeah. also it seems you have to die to actually use it, which right. sucks. Yeah, you have to die to use it, and then that inspires, like, a spark of revenge that brings the stand to life. 
Yeah, so, I mean, imagine you're that guy who gets that stance. Like, you get a superpower. Oh, rad. How do I use it? Uh, you gotta die first. Oh. And, 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 my, and so, like, my subconscious gets mellowed with the stand, right? Wow. No, you just die. You're just died. dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, what was Carne's life doesn't... like? It must have just been, like, the boss is just like, all right, buddy, here's the deal. I am gonna just put you up in the nicest mm-hmm. house. You're never, you're gonna have every earthly desire met. But one day you're going to get a phone call yep. and you're going to have to go die and I don't want any questions asked. Yep. Well, that's the mob, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, that's just but normal, yeah, I, I guess. feel like with the mob, it's one day you're going to get a phone call and have to kill somebody. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Well, I mean, that's so, essentially what this call is, is just he has to kill himself first in order right, to kill other people. I think that's a meaningful difference. I mean, well, I guess, okay, so he's like, um... Who's the guy that did it for Bucciari? Who did it the other way? Who was like, well, I knew this was going to kill me, so here I am. There was a, uh, there was a, there was, okay. So, yeah, there was, (laughs) so this is related, Mm -hmm. but uh, there was a character in One Piece. He's actually one of the, one of the, uh, one of the, uh, one of the crew. uh, Oh, yes! Brooke, the skeleton who can, uh, who basically, whose devil fruit did not activate it until he died. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay. So his devil fruit just let him stick around as a skeleton yeah. man. Yep. Basically, it lets All you right, repossess that... your skeleton body. You know what? That's that's not a, that's not a bad power. I mean, it's like oh, you get a second chance, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could 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 be worse. <laughs> there's there's worse uh, things to happen to a person. Uh. Anyway, so. They get on the plane, Bruno and Trish talk about Trish's backstory, mm-hmm. uh, and Trish talks about, like, a, uh, island where, the island where her mother met her father. Yeah. Um, and apparently her father grew up in Sardinia. Right. And then, uh, her father just suddenly disappeared, yeah. So now, yeah, they they basically they just got to get over there and see if they can find anything. We have not yet gotten like the boss's side of things, right? That's not till a few episodes. No, I think next yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 sort of start. We get a little bit of it in episode twenty six. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So then you know they're all just chilling on this plane, and Giorno like suddenly notices a weird sound inside their like mini freezer. Well, no, first he sees the writing on the wall, doesn't he? No, it's after. What? Nope. Nope. First okay, he okay. Sees the freezer. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, so first he notices the sound of the freezer, and, like, Miss is like, that's just the engine, dude. You're being weird. And he's like, no, that's, I don't, it's not the engine. There's definitely something in here. And, and Miss is like, look, you don't, you don't feel any life energy, right? He's like, well, yeah, but there's something strange here. Look, dude, just pull out your gun and shoot whatever's in here if, Something's weird in there. Just okay. Just trust me here. Yeah. Uh, so he opens up the freezer, and Mrs. Like, hey, Jorno, why'd you put human fingers in there? <laughs> and Jorno's like, I did not put human fingers in this freezer. Yeah. And then he like when he turns to look back at them, there's another finger in there. Yeah. Uh, this sucks. Yeah, no, this stand is uh, this stand is rough. Yeah, um, and I need to look up 
exactly what his power is because I have I sort of got the idea of of it, but I'm not entirely uh, confident. Uh, yeah, no, it, its power is just that like once it's activated, it will mindlessly attack the fastest moving thing in its radius forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, also it can consume matter yeah. to transform into a into a larger and larger monster. Yeah, it's like the blob or something. Yep. It can also consume yeah. it can also consume stand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, as as we find out in a very not okay sequence a little later on here. Yeah. Uh So yeah, the the fingers appear and Bruno's like, "Hey, what are you guys doing over there?" And it's like, oh, you know, just your normal enemy stand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, Giorno sits back down, and he just looks over at the wall, and someone has written on the wall of the airplane, just, like, pizza or something. He goes, oh, yeah, I want a pizza. Mm-hmm. A nice margarita pizza from back home. That sounds nice. <laughs> it's me, Giorno. Yeah. Yeah, no, I couldn't read any of this. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because it's all in Italian. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then, like, Bruno, to try and take care of the problem, just opens up a zipper in the bottom of the plane and just chucks the freezer out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's like, all right, problem solved. Problem solved. It's a pretty useful stand to have on a plane. Just like, up, no ticket, you know. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, and for some reason, like, when he opens up the plane with his zipper, it doesn't cause the, like, the air pressure to go down. Yeah, they make like a big it's... show, of, like everyone grabbing on because he's gonna suck all the air out of the plane. But then it's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's a weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do we ever find out why there's like a bunch of just words on the plane? Like why? Oh yeah, because while Jordan was sitting there, if I remember right from like the manga, like the scanlation I read where they translated, it, it's like all just a bunch of cuss words. Oh okay. <laughs> and. uh he eventually realizes that he's holding a pen and he's been writing them because the stand that put the fingers in the fridge is attached to his hand. Ugh. Oh, okay. Also, I like how I and love that the localization is te- notorious BIG. Yes. Well, oh, see, yeah, here's the good. thing. Needs to, the localization no no, you know who it is. Yeah. Hey, hey everybody. <laughs> here's my deal. So the I'm localization horrible. team was so Don't dedicated. you hate the stand? No, I just <laughs> I'm liking these stands with attitudes now. <laughs> mm, right. That's not good. Hi. Hello. But yeah, it's time for everyone's favorite fight against Notorious Bigu. Notorious Chase itself. Mm-hmm. Oop. Someone fell out of the call. It's Dustin. Hello. Okay. Uh, hello, Dustin. Hi, I'm back. Welcome My back. just cut out randomly. For some cool. I wonder why you so, were... Yeah. I was like... Boy, a lot of awkward dead air while I yeah. try to, like, let Dustin take control of the conversation <laughs> of his podcast. Yeah, I, I kept trying to, I kept trying to say, like, I, I love that the localization team was so dedicated to avoiding copyright claims that they actually, the writing on the wall was changed to Notorious mm-hmm. Chase. Yeah, which is weird, because they normally don't go that yeah. far. Yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe they're especially afraid of... <laughs> the, Notorious B.I.G.'s estate? I uh, yes. I don't know. Well, okay, one of the weird things about this show is now I'm gonna always be... So, question. Question. Would 
would Biggie Smalls like JoJo enough to let them get away with it if he was still alive? I I don't know. I I I, I don't know, do you, Dustin. Yeah. Do you think he'd be he? Do you think he'd be down with anime? <laughs> okay, what rappers do you think would be down with anime? Notorious B.I.G. Hmm. Hmm. No, I don't know. I don't think he'd be down. I think like Ice Cube or somebody uh, would, but. No. Uh huh. He might like Fist of the North Star. Maybe. <laughs> and who doesn't love a good Fist from the North Star? I don't know. I don't know a damn thing about Notorious B.I.G. Me neither. I was, that's what I was going to say, but now because of this show, when people say about that, you're going to be like, ooh, scary. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want a fl- I don't want a flesh tumor growing out of my arm. <laughs> <laughs> now you have a yeah, no, now you I, have a weird connection I, between the rapper Notorious B.I.G. Um, this anime right. and the thing by John Carpenter. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, yeah, God, you're right. It is kind of like the thing, isn't yeah, it? Oh. Yeah. I I really don't like the close up it does of Giorno's arm as it's consuming oh, yeah. it. It's very because like it like the veins go across mm-hmm, his arm mm-hmm. and uh, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, but he ends up having to cut his arm off to save it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, he basically sticks his arm outside the plane. Well, that's for his second arm, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, He cuts off right, his yes. arm to try to, like, get it off of him, and it transfers <laughs> it's arms. A real, so it's a he... real bubblegum situation. He's all like, oh, I gotta cut, use my Stan's arm yeah. to cut off my left arm. Oh, it's on my Stan's arm, right. gotta use my Stan's <laughs> Right. Uh-oh. So then, yeah, he breaks a window and, like, cuts his arm off with a jagged shard of glass from the window, and I yeah. hate it. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, and then his arm flies away. Yeah. And now Giorno has no arms, and because he can't punch, he can't use gold experience. Okay. Yeah, I can't, I can't heal people if I can't punch them in the face. <laughs> you think we just do that for fun? We have to. That's how the powers work. It's all in the knuckles. All of the healing is in the knuckles. Yeah. But we also kind of glossed over uh, Narancia and Mr. trying to attach oh, this yeah. thing poorly and the, <laughs> the, the the sex pistols getting consumed. Yeah. This... Yeah, and, and that's how Giorno figures out that it like follows movement as well. Right. It basically tracks whoever is moving, whatever is moving fastest in its vicinity. And yeah, that's that's when uh, Gold Experience just punches the window mm-hmm. open, and then yeah, Giorno saws his arm off on the broken Ugh. glass of the airplane. Yeah, he just like rams, like skewers his bicep on a shard of glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Jarno is hardcore. And it's like twists to cut it off all the way. It's, it's real bad. It's uh, what a, it's another yeah. case of when, <laughs> when you're so used to magic violence, violence that you can imagine right. doing to yourself is so much worse. Like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they keep having to escalate <laughs> how right. badly these kids they get injured. They have to find grosser and grosser ways to cut people's arms off. Yeah, yeah. So Bruno's like, "Well, I guess we gotta tra- tend to their everybody's wounds normally now, since we don't we don't have Jorno to stick random bits and pieces." Oh, we had us. Yeah, basically everyone's out of commission, and Jorno has no way of healing them. He's basically useless now. Bucciarati's the yeah. Bucciarati and Abaki are the only two that can fight anymore, and all oh, that's gonna be the whole rest of the season. <laughs> that's why Bo- yeah, Bucario Bert- is really Bruno's really dealing with a lot with this. This is a big loss. 
Yeah, Bruno had to cauterize his friend with zippers. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to like deal with, oh, well, Giorno's going to be Venus de Milo for the rest of this trip? Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so Trish like is sort of uh, alone in the cabin. Uh, and like suddenly like thinking about her future and like thinking about, you know, what everybody's done for her. And like there's just... I like how there's just a, there's a knife stuck inside the tray table in front of her. Yeah. This crew has a lot of knives. Let's not pretend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, this like flesh thing just hits the window next to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, Notorious B.I.G. chases the fastest thing it senses, and if it's slower than the airplane, then the airplane's the fastest thing. Yeah, this is where it becomes a Twilight Zone episode, essentially. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, well come on, the bit the bit with the the monster hanging off the wing, that's a classic. Right. Yeah, right. except instead of a gremlin, it's a terrifying flesh abomination. Right. But I do just love the shot where she's resting next to the window and face hugger style it just slams against the glass. Yeah, terrifying. It's, huh. it's it's awful. It's awful. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, and all Trish has is a knife, and like it just like goes through the tray table that's closing the hole in the broken window. Yeah. And it just consumes both the tray table and the knife. Gentlemen, I have a question for yeah, you. It's... What's At that? what yeah. point does Trish get the ability to see Notorious B.I.G.? Oh, that's a good question. D- didn't she have the ability to see stands before then? That sounds... Uh, I don't remember. There was definitely a point where she couldn't see them. And they're like, well, I guess she isn't a stand user after all. But then, like, after uh, the fight on the train, like, she had, like, landed and there was, like, a huge handprint Uh in the dirt. Like, when her stand activated for a second. Yeah, because he doesn't... Does he really say anything about um, daddy's stand? Her dad's stand? No. We also don't know when he gets his stand. Also, I think she's unconscious. So, this could be the first time. Yeah. Or is it, like, weird in yeah. the, the stand that is both flesh and not flesh? What is going on? Well, I mean, she she would have seen, like, her like the gang stands. That's true. Yeah, yeah may, like, because you could maybe argue, like, she has that moment of, like, inner monologue where she's like, no, you know what, I'm going here for myself to face my past mm-hmm. and all that. Like, maybe that moment of determination is what, like, crystallizes her stand. Yeah. And lets also, her she stands. can see the turtle, right? Yeah, but the turtle's a stand yeah. user. Yeah, okay, but... And and the turtle stand is like a physical stand, like uh, Anubis or, uh, like, Strength. Oh, yeah, I, I guess, so that none, no part of it would be invisible? Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. This is where she sees her first stand, oh. and it's horrifying. Hey, yeah. <laughs> this is the world you're in now. Good. Congratulations, you're about to be consumed by a flesh So, so what, what, what are stands like? Is there, this is your first one. This is what they are. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, thankfully, like, since it tracks movement, um, much like in Jurassic Park, all she has to do is, like, stand still. Right. But the problem is another one of those dang ladybug brooches uh-huh. is around, and it's throbbing. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't like throbbing when applied to that. Is it wrong? No, you're not wrong. Because, like, it's got a heartbeat because Giorno, like, transformed the the ladybug into his left hand so he could, like, 
get another hand for mm-hmm. herself. Right. So Trish realizes that, like, in order to save everybody, she has to protect the hand. Yeah. But also, she's like, okay, well, how the fuck mm-hmm. do I do that? Yeah, and that's that's just where the episode stops. Yeah, because she can't move faster than the brooch. Otherwise, she'll get immediately attacked by the notorious B.I.G. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we go on to the next episode called that has been localized as spicy lady this is the best localized name so far <laughs> it's pretty good i do like spicy lady, <laughs> spicy lady. that's a spicy lady how you like your pie i like a spicy lady <laughs> i like my tacos like i like my ladies spicy <laughs> Uh, uh. So, yeah, so uh, Trish realizes that, oh, hey, uh, I, if I make this seat recline, that'll make that'll actually get the uh, stand to attack the seat instead. Yeah. Right. So that'll give me some time to catch up with with the mm-hmm. brooch. Yeah. And this is I feel this episode yeah, she, is. Also, one of the episodes we don't get a whole lot. It's a character learning how to be a JoJo character. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah, a character who up up until now was like a, just a normal person, right? And now has to think like a JoJo. Like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't outrun this thing. I gotta go slow, but also, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and then like the whole time she's like, oh, I should just run yeah. away and hide. What am I doing? Why am I walking towards it? Huh. <laughs> What is this strange feeling of determination pounding mm-hmm. in my chest? Yeah, so it works the first time, uh, but then, like, a- as she's moving back, as she's starting to move, um, she uh, she tries to activate another chair. Right. Uh, and it grabs onto her boot mm-hmm. suddenly, and she notices that the reason it did is because some, like, liquor that was just... This is like a liquor bottle in the yeah. previous seat that broke when uh, the notorious big attack. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it just like dripped down her shoe, apparently. Yeah, and the, the water is dropping faller than the seat is moving, I suppose, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then before she gets consumed, her boot suddenly falls off. Uh, and then it just starts like. It looks like Notorious B.I.G. is drawing mm-hmm. the boot as it's consuming it. A little bit, but like, like the it. boot just sort of, like, collapses off of her foot. Yeah, and that's when Spice yep. Girl shows up. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and Spice Girl's just, like, hanging out, hiding behind a, hiding behind a like, chair, <laughs> yeah. kind of being creepy. She's just like, hey, what's up, I'm hey, Spice Girl, hey, how's it going? Funny. And is like... Who the hell are you? I was like, I've been with you your whole life. Ever since you were little. <laughs> Always by your side. Aw. But I have, but I, this is the, I haven't appeared before now because you finally made a decision to become a weirdo like you. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, and then she's, and then I like what she says next is she says, please give me Yeah, orders. she says, hesitation yeah. gives me weakness. Or hesitation leads to weakness. Please yeah. give me orders. Well, it's the same thing as uh, as Echoes Act 3 with Koichi, yeah. where it's just like, hi, I'm your stand. Please tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is your yeah, tutorial. Like, s- s- <laughs> Press A yeah. to repeat. 
<laughs> yeah, m- much much like Echoes, Spice Girl is so far the the only stand that seems to have its own like sapiens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to, there's probably other ones, but those are definitely the big ones. Yeah, or at the very least, it's the only stand that like your its user can have a conversation yeah, with it. Right. Um. Because like King Crimson talks, but at, like it's more like a puppet. Yeah, King Crimson's a weird like yeah. dummy. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah, and everyone remembers Killer Queen, but that was mostly nonverbal communication. Yeah, I mean Killer Queen had a deep and intimate relationship <laughs> with Kira, but they didn't talk. They didn't need to talk. Yeah, they were beyond words. <laughs> yeah, and so Spice Girl is just like, "Hey, Trish, pick up that brooch now before everyone mm-hmm. dies." Yeah, she's like, "All right, let's do this." I guess. Uh, so she picks it up and then leaps backwards and is like, okay, what do I do now? Because it's coming after me. So Spice Girl uh, makes the chair soft so Trish can slide through it. And then, like, Notorious B.I.G. Uh, sort it, of gets slingshot off oh, the yeah. chair and into yeah. a wall. And it hurts and itself. I guess bleeding it, profusely. Yeah, I guess if it breaks its own rule about what it's allowed to attack, it hurts itself. Yeah, I didn't quite understand that. It's just, it, it's only allowed to... It's not that it can't attack anything else, it's that it's not yeah. allowed to attack anything. So this is what through. how I read it. I, I don't know if it's appropriate. Like, it can't be moved. Like, it's like, kind of like a Kraftworks thing, but like for the stand. Uh, oh, that so like, it is yeah. stuck in place, and being forced to move when it doesn't want to move is like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. That's anyway. That's how, that's how I interpreted and interpreted it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. for some reason, Spice Girl has like a multi, has a division sign and a plus sign on her head. Yeah, I think it's just to like fit with the uh, like because Trish has like that skirt that kind of has the same kind of patterns. Oh yeah, and like an equal sign. It's, it's just kind of what she looks like. I don't know why she has like math themed accoutrements. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, her power has nothing to do with math. Related to well, math. The obvious answer is because Iraqi thought it would look. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> See, she multiplies um, the softness yeah. of an object. <laughs> no, it's because it's it's right, taught sure. uh, constantly because he's bad at math. Because <laughs> girls are soft. Uh, yeah, so like then. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, sorry, I just. Oh god, then we get this, like, weird... I thought this was going in a very not-okay direction. Oh yeah, I see what you're... For a yeah. second here. Because, uh-huh. like, so... Uh, she still has to escape from... Uh, Notorious B.I.G. So Trish heads inside, like, a closet on, on the plane. Yeah. Um, and closes the door, and Notorious B.I.G., like... The door becomes soft. But Notorious B.I.G. is able to, like, still reach out, like... And use a tentacle to grab onto like the one bra strap yeah. on Trish's like outfit, mm-hmm. and I thought it was going in a real mm-hmm. hentai direction for a second. Yeah. Dustin, anime has poisoned you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I mean, no, no, no. To be fair, it's just a gross flesh tentacle yeah, yeah, no. threatening to rip I mean, the shirt off the, of this woman. The, the camera focuses on, like, it's starting to pull it away yeah. from her. It's yeah. not just me being corrupted. No, that, I thought that, that was is true. I thought that was pretty creepy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is. 
Yeah, it's not okay. Um, and, and Spice Girl shows up to just, like, be a dick and say, Trish, I asked you not to move. <laughs> yeah, I told you, hey, why'd you run away towards the closet, <laughs> dummy? We had a whole thing where this I praised you way. about your determination. <laughs> he feels very exasperated. He's like, oh, well, I had such high hopes for you, but come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at, at some point in all this, uh, Spice Girl does say, like, when something is soft, it's even more unbreakable than diamonds. Like, yeah. all right, you yeah. Don't need to... Listen, Josuke does uh-huh. his best. Yeah, look, look, don't, 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 don't knock <laughs> Josuke. He did pretty well. <laughs> um, but yeah, then they turn the clock into rubber, uh, and it starts attacking that instead of uh trish's clothing thank god right so as as long as trish moves slower than the ticking clock it'll just keep attacking this clock forever yeah which you'd think that like their lips are already moving faster than the second hand on the clock. listen you can't you can't (laughs) you can't you can't listen her ghost mind powers turned a clock into rubber and now the flesh monster. I mean, listen, I just Googled how fast does blood flow. Blood moves through your veins at like four miles an hour. So Ooh. like, you can't overthink this. Yeah. And then like, they just pick up an iron rod from the closet. Yeah. And uh, Spice Girl just sort of grinds grinds it into mm-hmm. oblivion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Spice Girl yeah. rules. Yeah, Spice Girl is good. <laughs> I'm just gonna slowly stab this to death. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Um, so they they go back to uh, after learning Spice Girl's name. Um, Trish goes back to the cabin. Um, you know to to be with like well the cockpit cockpit I should say to be with like the other the rest of the gang. Um, and suddenly, like, they hear an explosion. Right. And they're like, that's Uh weird. And Abakio's like, we're falling, like, we keep on descending, and I don't know why. And uh, Trish appears, and as she opens the door, Bruno gets, like, uh, super freaked out. Yeah. And Bruno says, like, hey, don't move. And everyone else is like, no, that's impossible. Uh, and it turns out that, like, a bit of Notorious B.I.G. survived and is now consuming the plane from the back Ugh. forward. Yeah, it's eaten, like, the whole back half of the airplane. Yeah, and, like, um, did you play the Resident Evil 2 remake? I haven't yet. It's on my list to play. I've played a lot of Kingdom Hearts this year, Dustin. True. Okay, yeah. It, it This reminds me of, like, the final boss battle. Like, the final, final boss battle of R- the RE2 remake. Uh-huh. Uh, where, like, this just big thing is chasing you yeah. through a train as oh, it's sure. consuming the train. Um, 
Yeah, it's 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 not it's very. It's a very good horror moment because yeah. they play it really well because they show it from just Trish's perspective. Yeah. So it's just like her eyes, and they're like, "Please do not move," and they're just like a yeah, wall yeah. of flesh is like you hear behind her, and it's like, "Do not look behind you." <laughs> like imagine, <laughs> imagine <laughs> finding out about stands in the world, and then those guys like, "Please." Do not look behind you. <laughs> Under any yeah. circumstances, yeah. it's real bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being told by like people who have regularly been mutilated to not look behind you because it's too horrifying. It's like yeah. it's too horrifying. For these guys. And you also can't turn your head really fast because then it would get you immediately. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Butcherati tells her like, yeah, whatever you do, just stay perfectly still. And Trish says. No, fuck that, and just sprints yep. to the cockpit. Great. Because Trish is now the coolest character on this show <laughs> for this episode. Yeah, because, like, look, if I just stay there, it's going to yep. eat me anyway, so. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then she lets out the best JoJo battle cry ever. Because she starts punching the front mm-hmm. of the cockpit to break it off for the rest of the plane and soften it. But as she's doing all these very good, like, you know, aura-aura punches, instead of, like, an aura-aura or a muda-muda, she just goes, WANNA-BE! <laughs> oh, yeah. I love this television <laughs> show. <laughs> uh, I think that's, like, the most direct reference yeah. to... The, yeah, no, for the sure band it is. that the stand is based on than like anything so far. Uh, well, you've got like um, like Killer Queen uh-huh. bites the dust, that kind of thing. Oh, true. It's kind yeah. of on par with that, but still. Yeah, and then rules. the and then yeah, she just softens the cockpit so it becomes yep. a parachute. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only way to do this. It's just like yeah. it's really just a floppy cockpit. <laughs> you hate to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Got it at uh-huh. a bad time. <laughs> destroy um, this plane. But anyway, she was really cool. It said destroy this plane, which was fucking metal. <laughs> yeah, it's real good. Uh, unfortunately, a, a bit of it did survive. Um, and, oh, great. I can't remember how this happens. Oh, right. Yeah, it, it like, attaches to... Um, Abaccio. Abaccio? Yes. Yeah, and Jordan like... Uh, sorry, uh, Bruno's like, okay, the only way I can do this is to kill it with speed. As like, I've got to wrap this thing around my heart and put it, pull it into a mm-hmm. zipper. And they're like, well, are you crazy? You're going to sacrifice yourself? And Trish is like, no. And Spice, for, Spice Girl appears to yep. do a finger wave. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Spice Girl shows up and says, hey, you know what? Gonna try a strategy other than severing our arms yeah. this time, boys. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember exactly what she does either. I think she like softens. Does she soften Bruno's like glove? Because uh, like she, because Spice Girl just does a punch and then suddenly. Oh it's no! Off here's of... what here's what Spice okay, Girl yeah. does. She rips his arm off. Oh, oh you're right. Yeah, that is what <laughs> she like... does. Yeah, hey, she I've only been a JoJo off. for like five minutes, but yo, I'll take your arm off, buddy. <laughs> Yoink! Yeah. Yeah, and, and then she shows that she's been carrying the pulsing hand of Giorno the whole time. Right. I do like... And then she says... And, and then she says, Arrivederci. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's so good every time someone speaks Italian. Yes! 
Yeah. And they get, and like, find... the double subtitle with the English and the mm-hmm. Japanese. Yeah. And that's when we find out that, like, Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> spends the rest of its existence, like, trying to attack waves. And occasionally yeah. just sinking yep. ships. Yeah. It's just... Like, Diamond is a breakable style. They've just created a new horrible part of yeah. the world. <laughs> yeah, and they sh- and they show that it, get it because it, like, eats enough ships, it actually ends up being as big as yep. a kraken. Yeah. I love the, I love the world building here. So, like, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, eventually that's going to be a problem, right? <laughs> uh, I mean... Well, welcome to part fine. nine, where uh, it meets up with death in that, <laughs> in that sea, and they go on adventures. Because, <laughs> well, except... like... Yeah, because like at some point a JoJo's gonna have to take care of that. Yeah, well, I guess you know the... what? Now I'm remembering that part six near the end has a big fight in the ocean, and I'm really mad that Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> doesn't show up during that. Notorious B.I.G. and Anubis. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't kill it. So. And well, and the thing is, is that after the, at, the, at the end of part six, the world gets rebooted anyway. Well, I wasn't gonna yeah. say anything, but you know. Yeah, yeah so listen, I mean, this problem's we'll, gonna solve itself in about five oh, more shit. years. Oh, shit, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, ultimately, we just never... I, I think we can assume that at some point, Notorious B.I.G. just eats the Earth. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. That's the it is the fastest thing. Sure. Of this universe. <laughs> oh, okay, so you're saying that, uh... No, okay. <laughs> yeah, on, on, a far, on a far enough timeline, the this original JoJo's world line just gets consumed by yeah. Notorious Big. Right, which is why, which is exactly why Father Pucci has to transfer them to another world line. Yeah, see, they put, a, they put exactly. a fledge bud in this, uh, this universe. This is a dead timeline. Oh, I'm very excited about parts. <laughs> this is what happens when you put a, a flesh bud in a, in a dying timeline. <laughs> just consumes it. There yeah. You go. Uh, but yeah, so then, like, um, we get, we go to a scene where, uh, the boss is using, is basically, like, searching for images, um, that he can use, uh, to figure out, like, where Trish's mother is, I think? Well, he's, like, looking through the data, and he's like, ugh, everyone, like, has already overlooked a crucial clue that'll give Mm -hmm. me away, uh, because... In Trisha's mom's house, there is a hanging photo of her, and if anyone thinks too hard about it, they'll figure out I must have been the one who took that photo. Oh. And uh, it's—I suspect that Abakio is still alive, and if he is, then Moody Blues is there and can rewind to see what my face looks like. Yeah, so he's he's thinking several mm-hmm. steps ahead, knowing that yeah. JoJo's protagonists always choose the like. Most convoluted option. Right, exactly. He's, 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 he's on this. He's ready for this shit. <laughs> also, yeah, can knows. you imagine being the boss and, like, just knowing all of your guys' power like that? Just like, oh, yeah, uh, Baccio, he does the rewind thing. <laughs> yeah, except he doesn't know one of them. That's, yeah. Which we'll see next episode. But yeah, uh, a maid comes in on him, and I super thought she was gonna die. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so did I. Like, I thought she was gone. Yeah. But, like, he just skips time and lets her live. Right. She, like, comes in to clean Which, his room. She didn't realize he was in there. And time skips and the room is already clean. And she's just like, what was I? Yeah. Huh. Well, whatever. Which is which is one of the very first times that Araki has ever refrained from killing a random woman. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Learning. <laughs> 
Not every lady needs to die. <laughs> Listen, this art taught him about uh, respected ladies. Maybe I need to respect ladies a little bit more. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the, the woman respecter, yeah. Iraqi, has logged on. God. <laughs> uh, anyway, episode 26, A Little Story from the Past. My name is Dopio. So the opening part of this episode, as far as I can tell, is brand new for the anime. Wait, what? Oh, really? All the stu- all the stuff with, like, Dopio's uh-huh. mom and, like, his childhood. It's, like, maybe it kind of came up in, like, a light novel or it was flashback to later in the manga. But, like, in the manga, it cuts from the end of Notorious B.I.G. to Dopio getting out of a cab and talking to a fortune teller. Okay. What? Oh. <laughs> Interesting. So... <laughs> Okay. So they just they just added this part where like the mother gives birth to Dapio. Yeah, this weird virgin birth yeah. of Dapio. Yeah, yeah, just like yeah. Okay. Where they mentioned that like um, this lady has been in a woman's prison for ten years already, and then suddenly gives birth. Yeah. Well, was, and like the it was two years, yeah. but still. Oh, two years, right? Yeah, she was sentenced to ten years. Has been there for two. Man, okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. probably for the best. Weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Yeah, and then what's... So, one of the prison guards asked her, like, who's the father, and she says he's dead. Yeah. For over two years now. None which... of this makes any sense. <laughs> I was like, I is have, this the clue to beating the I guy? Have a... I was like, no. I, I, mm? I have a bad feeling uh-huh. about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like the baby is born and it's got pink hair and it doesn't cry at all it just stares mm-hmm. at everybody yep. creepily. extremely creepy baby yep, yep yeah yep. so question did uh, did the boss who control who controls king crimson give birth to himself who that is okay That's walk it. me walk me through the logic of that one he just Sped so, his through time or something? I don't know. I don't know. Time? So we so we we find out in this episode that Dopio is also King yeah. Crimson, right? That's how I read yeah. it. <laughs> so like when she says, Oh, the person the father of this baby died two years ago. Right. It is it is it possible that like the boss was going to die, but then in order to save himself, somehow impregnated the lady with himself and then was rebirthed? I... Not as far as I know, but I mean... Because I don't... This stuff is brand new for the anime, and I don't know why else this would be happening. I, I... My best guess, honestly, was just that they felt like... All the weird stuff where Dapio transforms into the boss and back and stuff required some kind of elaboration and gave him a supernatural birth to be like, oh, he's a weird magic okay. man. Don't worry about it. But that doesn't that doesn't explain why he transforms into the boss though. No. <laughs> like I don't, I don't understand. Anyway, he uh-huh. talks to frogs. Uh, parallel. Who also loves frogs? <laughs> Yeah, he like he gets adopted by mm-hmm. a priest, and he just seems like a normal, nice boy. Everyone picks mm-hmm. on him, uh, but one day he decides he wants to be a sailor, and his adopted dad is like, "Well, you are pretty stupid, so that's a good job for you, I guess." 
Uh, and he starts, he gets out a pickaxe to dig a garage for mm-hmm. his son. As one does. And it, and then it turns out that his mom was under the floorboards of their house, but she was alive? Yeah. yeah this, what? Yeah, this thing was real weird, where, like, <laughs> yeah, she's just underneath the floorboards alive with her... With her mouth sewn shut. Can I I just say what it says on that part? Like, she had no sense of time. Love. Hatred. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I I don't understand. Yeah, me either. I don't know why this is here. And then Dopio finds out that his father found his mother. And then... uh, the, the he basically sees like Dopio's hair underneath. Okay, wait, no, he here is a out... there is a flashback thing of uh of the boss being born in the women's prison. I guess I just forgot it hmm. from the manga. Okay, okay, I don't know if maybe it was in a different order. I don't know. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so Dopio finds out that his father discovered his secret that he was for some reason keeping his mother alive underneath the house, and then he burns oh, the entire God. village down. <laughs> yeah. Well. So, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Dopio is You're like, you, sometimes yeah. these open these episodes, like, oh, I figure out his motives. Like, what changed this person? Like, maybe he was always just kind of murderous <laughs> and creepy. Yeah, this yeah. is, this is so frustrating because y'all have like 95% of the puzzle <laughs> pieces, but it'll be a week or two before you get the other uh. 5%. Waiting with bated breath. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and and I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm trying to remember if they really elaborate on it more, or if you just kind of have to work it out from what's Mm -hmm. in here. Ew. But anyway, Dafio in the present day is getting out of a car in Sardinia. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, a little boy with a bug. And, you know, Dafio just seems like a normal nice guy again. Yeah, trying to save the kid from being run over by a truck. Right. But, but the uh, kid's like, there's a truck coming, isn't there? I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> and Dapio gets some mud on his leg, mm-hmm. pant leg. And this just, there's just like this random fortune teller yep. in the alleyway. This fortune teller who looks yep, like Yeah, but he really here. does. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, man. Yeah. Uh, and... <laughs> fortune teller is like hey let me read your fortune it's been a while since you've been back here right yeah um he's just like oh come on anyone could guess that i got a dang suitcase with me and they kind of have this back and forth where Dafio is just like ah oh, come on you're you're not an actual fortune all right you know mm-hmm. what just just for laughs i'll let you read my fortune yeah and then the fortune teller gets super freaked out uh because um Oh gosh, what does he say? Well, he he says like he can see that Dafio is here searching for his uh, teenage daughter, and then he kind of gets confused and looks up at Dafio and is like, "Wait, you are way too young to have a teenage yep. daughter, and yet you yeah, definitely yet, do." Yeah, I've never been mm-hmm. wrong, so right. there must be something going on. He's like, "Let me look at oh. your palm." Um. And Dapio's like, no, I'm not gonna let you look at my palm. He's like, please, I will do anything. I'll like just I'll this will be for free. Just let me look at your dang hand. Right. And then Dapio's eyes yep. go all screwy. 
<laughs> yeah, and his like muscles bulge as yeah, well. Yeah, he like does the Dragon Ball thing where now he's a big giant power mm-hmm. man. Yeah, he activated the mm-hmm. Kaioken. Right. Uh, uh, there's like one pa- one or two panels of his eyes like spinning around in the manga, and I was bummed because in my head, like the way they would animate it is that they would like spin around like the the wheels of a slot <laughs> machine. <laughs> this is not this is not Two Frame Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Just like flip around to double cherries, and now he's now he's the boss. <laughs> Jackpot. <laughs> but yeah, th- then he's like. You know, no one, no one in this world can learn who I truly am. But now I know you are actually an excellent for fortune teller. So, as as a gesture of respect, I'll make sure you die before you realize it. Yeah, and he shows him the picture of Risotto. Mm-hmm. Remember him? Yeah, remember He's that. Like, hey, Edgelord? where is this guy? The fortune teller just tells him, I, "I can't tell you that. I can tell you, you'll meet him very soon. Oh, I can finally see your hand. Yes, of course. There's two personalities inside you. I understand mm-hmm. now." Yeah, and then he skips time. So he's and just suddenly... got split personalities, and but also his body shifts when he mm-hmm. changes. I guess. Yeah. Have you yeah, seen much... Split by M Night oh, Shyamalan? No. I was just about to make that reference. <laughs> <laughs> the boss is just the okay. beast. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> nice boy, he's got double faces. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Very good stuff. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. The fortune teller's, like, looking at the hand and, like, caressing it. He's doing... doing pulling yep. a real Kira. And then there's, like, what? just a, a King Crimson cut, and all of a sudden he's holding his own severed hand. Yeah. My internet really does not want me to record I'm sorry. this episode. Yeah, it doesn't seem that way. I'm just really... I just really love how angry his stand is. It's just so mad all the time. Yeah, King Crimson is so <laughs> angry all the time. Huh. <sighs> King Chrism, you you need to just like really chill out sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah. take a day off. So the battle in this show is between someone who wants no one to know who he is, and someone that heals right. their friend with <laughs> with parts of Beatles. <laughs> the the yeah. Well, no, it's, it's someone who wants no one to know what he is, and someone who wants to be yeah. a gang star. <laughs> yeah. So like. Dopio gets in a cab and like he he spots the building he needs to go to, uh, and like gets out of the cab. Um. Then yeah, he, he the, starts having a fight with uh, the cabbie who saw him with like the envelope with the uh-huh. photo in it and thinks it's an envelope of cash, so he's trying to like uh, uh, gouge the price, and yeah. they start fighting. And, like, in the middle of a sentence, Daffy all of a sudden just goes, like, Hey, where's that phone? Yeah, he just, like, mimics the sound of a phone ringing. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, he goes back over to the cab and, like, grabs, like, a dancing, like, hula girl off the dashboard. He's like, you want a car phone in here? It's not a, I don't think it's a hula girl. It's, like, a, it's a tiger thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it, it, it. It's like an anthrop- it's an anthropomorphic tiger or whatever. Yeah. And just start speaking into it. It's, talking to all... the boss who is himself. Right. This is all very yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, he's just having a conversation with him. He's like, Well yeah, yeah, I'm right where you want, boss, but oh I gotta deal with this cabbie. I think he uh. saw the picture. What? You think it's okay to let him live? Well, I disagree, but it uh, okay, <laughs> boss. Yeah, and the cabbie gets 
The cabbie gets so freaked out that he does the only smart thing and just drives uh-huh. the hell away. <laughs> right. And then, yeah, uh, we finally see Dopey's face while he's doing this. Where, like, his eyes are, like, pointing in different directions. Uh-huh. And, like, he's yeah, just... Yeah, like a chameleon. Yeah, and he's just like, hey, boss, how you doing? I'm doing great, my precious Dopey. <laughs> my precious Dopey. My sweet, beautiful Dopio. <laughs> my unreplaceable Dopio. My ad- my adult teen child. <laughs> I can just picture him petting Dopio like a cat. Just like, love you, Dopio. Yeah. Uh-huh. Your hair is magnificent. Uh, it's yeah, a strange, pretty... it's a strange curly, uh, what do you call that thing that goes out in the front? Like a spit curl? No, the Cowlick? thing that punks have the punk pompadour like Japanese delinquents have pompadour. Yeah, it's like okay. a weird curly pompadour. <laughs> and then he's like, "Dopio, there is someone watching you. It's the assassin." Right? Yeah, Risotto's here, and Risotto just beats up Dopio because yeah. Dopio sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So this is uh, this is the first time we see what Risotto's power is. Cause it's uh, fucked up. We saw it for like a split second, like five, ten episodes oh. ago. Because it's real bad. Yeah, it's very, very bad. So, yeah, yeah, like, Dopio goes to try and, like, a- attack uh, Risotto, but Risotto figures out that he's a, a like, close yep. range stand. Well, even before that, like, yeah, he just beats up Dopio, and he thinks, well, you know what, you clearly <laughs> suck at fighting. Maybe yeah, you didn't not sense me at all, you didn't have, like, three actually. steps ahead, what was, what's going on here? Yeah, alright, you know what, you're probably cool. There's that weird envelope that you're being suspicious about, but it's empty, so I guess that's fine. And then, uh, Aerosmith flies by, and Dopio turns to look at it, and Rosetta's like, oh, well, you fucked up, buddy. Yeah, only stand users would notice yep. Aerosmith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he just puts a bunch of razor blades uh-huh. in his mouth. Yeah, all of a sudden, Dopio just starts yep. barking up razor blades. Some of these powers feel like cheating. This is one of those powers that feels like cheating. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's too good. You just just have a bunch of... And then just a bunch of, like, huge needles start bursting out of your face. That is maybe one of the the worst (laughs) images I've seen so far. Oh, get ready for next week, buddy. It's gonna (laughs) get worse. Is when just a bunch of needles just puncture through his cheek. And then after that, he goes ring, Uh ring, ring again. I don't... I don't like any of this. He just picks up a frog and starts speaking into it. Hey, <laughs> that hey remember that first? Remember the second episode? Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Frogs <laughs> are still here and they're still great. Remember the? Yeah, yeah remember when the worst thing was like yeah. zippers? <laughs> yeah. More so, yeah. just remember uh, Aria Speedwagon, the frog, or Zippelli. Oh yeah, the frog. Yeah, Zippelli, yeah. like being like, here, here's how you be. A stand user. I'm just gonna punch through mm-hmm, this. That's frog. how I become a stand user. Now we're dealing with this. <laughs> I'm gonna put metal in your body with psychic powers. <laughs> yep. Oh god. Yeah, I don't. And then King's crimson, like crimson, like little mouth face appears on Dopio's right forehead. <laughs> yeah, and he just so tell... you. Cream so is you not the word this... I'd use. So you have this final image of Dopio staring into the sun with wide eyes with, like, the yellow, like, eyes as if, as if he just got norded, which I guess yeah. he kind of did. 
Yeah, except he is Nort, so it's yeah. You Norted yourself, kid. It's like, what if Young Xehanort didn't? Yeah, what if Young Xehanort didn't realize he was Young Xehanort? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, yeah, with with King Crimson making almost the same expression coming out of his forehead, and then just a frog in his hand. Right. Then to be continued. It is such a weird, <sighs> weird image to end the. Sh- end the episode on this season has a lot less censorship than three and four did it does seem like it there haven't been a whole lot of black bars i've noticed not there a whole been... lot of sha- not a whole lot of conspicuous shadowing there hasn't and i've been really dreading this i was about to say a while back we had a pretty body horror episode and you're like there's one that's worse <laughs> it's coming <laughs> yeah no this is this is the one oh, metallica is, is Rizzo- horrible oh risota's power is called metallica yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah it that kinda, makes sense yeah because the, yeah. the title card for next episode is King Crimson versus Metallic. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He he puts a bunch of metal in you. That 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 tracks. Yeah. Certainly makes more sense than notorious B, notorious Big just being a flesh blob. <laughs> I yeah. I I think it's kind of a tasteless reference to the fact that notorious Big got killed. Very rude. Very rude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what the line is mm. supposed to be. Probably, and was also big. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Also loved eating planes. Hmm. Everyone knows this though. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Notorious Big, famous for. Well, okay, we're planes. joking, but what if there's like one song that like <laughs> references all of the things? <laughs> what a surprisingly deep cut. Yeah. If you move, I can't. I, you can't escape me. You're like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, it just in one of his songs. There's a lyric about him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh wow, maybe a Rocky did know what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next episode gonna have a lot of challenging okay. imagery. All right. <laughs> Good. Great. <laughs> the oh, uh, Risotto is just getting started with the um, razor putting, blades. Putting, putting just a, an assortment of metal things in someone's body. How could that, how could that, um, uh, <laughs> how could you, how, how could, could that, that get lose? better is what I'm saying. I'm just saying this to the crew is <laughs> what we're going into. Just imagine right. this is the low yeah. level, like, oh, here's the base use of this power. Uh, where else can I put metal yeah. in your body? Let's have fun with it. Let's get right. crazy fun and Jojo with it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. if, if his powers are like, just replace some blood with metal objects like if i remember right the like dumb nonsense jojo justification is that he can like transmute the iron in your blood into any shape he wants okay you know blood goes to your dick oh it do oh, yeah. oh it do yeah. <laughs> also definitely so... already got all the iron out of his blood with yeah. his razor blades but you know whatever yeah i feel like he's definitely gonna be a mm-hmm. for a while there's not that much iron in your blood I wonder if he hurt. No. Uh, okay. Araki's probably been around for a while. Is he aware of um, <laughs> Magneto? Was he like, I could, f- I could do better than that. Magneto ain't got shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I just can't imagine how Risotto's power couldn't just immediately win. Yeah. Like, if he can transmute your blood into... Transmute yeah. the iron in, in your blood into razor blades... Like, your brain yeah. gets blood, just... 
Right, still, yeah, he should just still instantly someone's kill brain everybody with he razor blades. Like, yeah. you literally cannot beat well, that power. Yeah. Unless. Like, if he sees you, you die. <laughs> Go unless. on, Ty. Yes. What if you removed what, all your what, blood if, what if you were not in the play? What if you were maybe five minutes ahead of this? What if you were five seconds out of the reach of these? <laughs> it's going to be a Wait, hold it's gonna on. be a good fight, is what I'm saying. Wait, yeah. what if what if you're Bruno and you no longer have blood? Yeah, hey. <laughs> what if what if you don't have blood anymore? What if you're Trish and your body's too soft to cut with razor blades? <laughs> oh shit, you're right. I'm not I'm not sure if that's a better or worse image though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really got a fucking ten thousand needles. This dude. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he could make you an account. He really could. Car. That's it's like his power. It's like his power, but even better. I'm gonna put a thousand needles in you. Like you're gonna spit them at me. Oh. But yeah, like you are right. There's a level you kind of just gotta let it go. That he should have already killed yeah. Dopio. Yeah. Like Dopio should have just died from those mm -hmm. first two attacks. Right. He should have just dropped dead and like some blood leaks out of his mm -hmm. nose or something. <sighs> It's fine. It's fine. This is this is fine, dog. Except just a bunch a bunch of, of ra flat eight razors and needles. Yes. Yeah. All right. So that's we'll talk about Metallica later. I think yep. that's all for tonight. Yeah. Oh. Thank you for joining me, everyone, for this series of horrifying episodes that will. Thank you for letting us put this yep. podcast yep. in you. <laughs> to be fair. That, that's that's <laughs> my power. Is trans is transmuting your time into podcasts. Oh no, I do think Metallica is the worst one. It, Metallica might be the worst stand in the whole franchise. So like, there's nowhere to go but up after the next episode. <laughs> I can't I can't wait for us to get to like another arc and you to be like, all right. So you know how I said Metallica was the worst. I was wrong. <laughs> I'm really like. Racking my brain to think if anyone is worse than Metallica in Part Six. There's some real <laughs> gross imagery in Part Six, but it's just like, listen, you can do gross stuff with just a yeah. knife, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. Right. I'm pretty yeah. sure Naranchet has that tattooed on his knuckles. <laughs> just <laughs> there is a there is a single panel in Stone Ocean that will exist as an intrusive thought in my mind for the rest of my life because it's a real violent thing to do cool. to a fingernail. Oh, no. Oh, and no. it's like a splash oh, no. page of this person's fingernail getting obliterated. Uh... <laughs> That's something to look forward to. Yep. Arrivederci. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe... maybe... Maybe that'll maybe that'll be our sign off now because there's nothing horny no. about this anymore. Uh, listen, I know people in oh, yeah. knife play. Not this kind. Listen, <laughs> we had a rule: <laughs> no scarabs, no generally blood it doesn't. Play. Yeah, generally it doesn't involve people throwing up knives that have been stuffed into hey, their if, throat. If you're horny for throwing up knives, get in touch. <laughs> This is the with worst you Pinder profile ever. With, no, with, with Iraqi. With, with the podcast. We want to hear from you. 
Is, is, is that what Iraqi's OKCupid yeah. profile says? I get weird with knives. Do you like knives? Hey, buddy, you want to grab some knives and get weird? No. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> no, Iraqi. <laughs> Seeking someone to experiment with knives with. Arriva Darchi, everyone. Yeah, I totally said that extremely wrong, but I don't care. A river Darcy. A river and Darcy. <laughs>